This is Alan Weiss with The Uncomfortable Truth. I thought you might like a little laughter now because you're not going to like what I have to say in a couple of minutes. January of this year, late January, the San Francisco School Board announced that dozens of public schools must be renamed. The figures that don't meet the board standards, as reported by The Atlantic, include Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, John Muir, Robert Louis Stevenson, Paul Revere, and Diane Feinstein. It was determined that these 44 schools, more than a third of the city's total, were named after figures, quote, guilty of being variously colonizers, slave owners, exploiters of workers, oppressors of women, oppressors of children or queer and transgendered people, people connected to human rights or environmental abuses, and espousers of racist beliefs. Folks, this is sort of Marxism. It's Maoism. It's this self-critical time when we have to reinvent our history. And what we are seeing today, and what I'm shocked that no one is standing up against, is this Marxist Maoistic kind of attitude cloaked in the otherwise legitimate robes of social justice demands that require that we change our belief system, we change our history, we change values that have stood us in good stead, we demote our heroes, and we tear down emblems of our past. There is a greater, greater dampening of free speech today than ever before, ironically, in the name of justice. But who are these ignorant people? Who are these people who espouse such things that Lincoln now is some kind of criminal. I remind you that all kinds of societies fostered slavery doesn't justify it, but indigenous peoples practiced slavery. Globally, slavery was practiced. It was a heinous practice then, it would be a heinous practice today. The ancient Greeks practiced it. So, I don't mean to in any way escape the horrible stain on our past in the United States, where slavery was endorsed and promoted for 200 or 250 years, maybe more. But I do mean to say it's time to stop the nonsense. Social justice is a fine goal. But it's one thing to rightly condemn the people trying to storm the Capitol building but it's not a right thing to fail to condemn the people who are marching in the streets, breaking into stores, looting retail shops, burning cars, and closing down restaurants. This is nonsense from the left and it's nonsense from the right. And there is a nihilistic, anarchistic movement in this country to try to destroy its values, to radically change who we are, what we do, and how we communicate with each other. Microaggressions now were taught to freshmen entering colleges, which you can say and can't say, how you have to dance around pronouns, have to be especially careful uh, to get permission. I think the Congress is trying to neutral its language, although I would say neuter its language. You shouldn't talk about brothers and sisters. You should talk about siblings. You can't talk about mothers and fathers. You have to talk about parents. Well, there goes Mother's Day, and there goes Father's Day, and there goes the President's Holiday, and there goes all sorts of things. Remember, years and years ago, 
My daughter was uh, attending Syracuse University, the Newhouse School. She belonged to a, a sorority, Delta Phi, I think it was, Delta Phi. And uh, every year, they would have an event at the end of the year called Bop With Your Pop. And the fathers would show up and dance with the uh, with their daughters, and we'd drink with them. Boy, can those women drink. And then the, the mothers would be in, invited in about an hour later. It was a wonderful evening. We did that for two years, and then it had to stop because there was a movement that if you didn't have a father or you were estranged, it was unfair to you, and so bop with your pop had to end. And it goes on and on. Grandparents' day, you know, open houses with your mother or father. And so I say to you, who's standing up against this? You know, who, is, who is protesting some of the idiocy that goes on? It's not that some of these causes and some of the objectives aren't legitimate and real and must be addressed and redressed. But it's that there's a point of no return. Do you remember when ISIS, the Islamic radicals, blew up historical Buddhist statues carved out of stone in the Middle East? These were classic pieces of art, ancient art, carved into stone, perhaps four or five stories high. And they simply blew them up. Weren't hurting anyone. They wanted to eradicate the past. Just like the Cambodians did under Pol Pot, just like the Chinese did under Mao. Except Mao and the Nazis simply took the aristocrats and the intelligentsia and the teachers and the professors out into the woods and shot them all. It's one of the first things Hitler did after he conquered Poland. That's what Mao did continuously. We are in an anti-intelligent condition right now. The atmosphere is not sane. And besides, the symbolism is ridiculous. It's silly to rename a school when you don't change the tax basis that provides for resources in school so that inner cities can have better resources and better teachers and better facilities, just as their brethren do. Is that a fair word, brethren? In the suburbs, because the tax base is higher. But the politicians would rather rename a school and topple a statue than try to argue with the powerful teachers union. And that's the reality today. It's all easy talk and no difficult actions. It's pretty clear. It's not easy, but it's very clear what we have to do to improve education for every single kid. And that is change the way we fund the schools from local property tax. It is that simple. But the politicians refuse to do it. The politicians refuse to wholly back charter schools because the teachers' unions oppose it, because the teachers' unions are only out for themselves, not the kids, not their customers, and not the parents. That's the harsh reality, and that's the uncomfortable truth. And so, a hundred years from now, when the statues are restored and the names are restored on the schools, and we come to appreciate what Lincoln and Washington and Jefferson and the rest of them did, not just for us, but for the world, they'll look back in horror at these dark periods, the equivalent to the dark ages of thought in this country, when we want to turn everyone into a villain, we want to apply today's standards to everyone who ever lived, and we want to condemn and ruin and destroy. What they want is anarchy. No values. Take to the streets. Take what you want. Equality is one thing, but equity is another. You shouldn't have what you don't deserve, but you should have an equal shot at getting what you deserve. An equal starting point, a level playing field. 
but nobody gets a guaranteed finish. That's a matter of talent and hard work. But right now, we're not providing that equality up front because we're not educating kids. And every kid who's not educated, every kid who drops out of school or fails in school, is going to be a social liability 10 years down the road. And we don't seem to appreciate that. We'd rather take down a statue. We'd rather graffiti a statue. We'd rather change the name of a school. Yeah? We'll see how that improves anything. Because it's not. All it does is cause alienation. That's the uncomfortable truth.